Are you ready to become awesomer? Hello, everyone. My name is Umar Hamid. I'm your host on the No Limit Selling Podcast, where industry leaders share their tips, strategy, and advice on how you can become better, stronger, faster. Just before we get started, I've got a question for you. Do you have a negative voice inside your head? We all do, right? I'm going to help you remove that voice in under 30 days guaranteed. Not only remove it, but transform it. So instead of the voice that sabotages you, there's one that propels you to much higher levels of performance and success. There's a link in the show notes. Click on it to find out more. All right, let's get started. Hello, everyone, to another episode of the No Limit Selling Podcast. Today, we have Joanne Pullen with us today. She's a realtor in Nova Scotia. That's right. Is that a real place? Yes, it's a real place. Nova Scotia, yeah, it's a real hot place these days. One of the shameful things I have to admit to everyone today is, A, I'm a Canadian, not the shameful part, that I've not been past uh, Quebec. So I really need to go to Eastern Canada and come see the beauty there. It's a bad Umar. Yes. The Atlantic provinces are beautiful and they've become way popular since COVID. (laughs) I bet. Well, it's been interesting with COVID, uh, just uh, getting people to kind of uh, recalibrate their lives uh, before Mm. COVID, especially in the States. What people would say is, what's the most important thing? It was like uh, my family, my job, my friends, which was a lie. It was work was most important. And then family and friends. And what COVID ended up doing was putting family first, which was like pretty amazing. And their lifestyle. Like I I speak to so many people who have said, like I've got clients from Victoria living in bustle and hustle of the city, young people in their thirties with two kids, they want to buy a farm here in Nova Scotia and live a quiet life away from a city. Yeah. Isn't Anna Green Gables from there somewhere? PEI. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. People don't know how awesome Canadians are. We got all kinds of stuff happening here. Yeah. Halifax is only two and a half hours from PEI too. So, you know. (laughs) So you've only been in real estate for a little while. How long have you been a realtor? About a year and a half when I started. And what did you do before real estate? Ooh, did a few things. So um, my first career was managing homes for special care. So I managed five locations. I did a lot of property management there. Mm -hmm. And um, of course, staffing and counseling, all those types of things. I did that for 23 years. Wow. Yeah, long time, long time. Government type of job. And then... um, Alongside that, I started breeding dogs, and then I opened a dog daycare and boarding business back in 2005. And then in 2011, I took the leap and gave up the government job, and that's all I did for a while. And then in 2018, I became a publisher, and I launched three community magazines here in the Halifax area, one right in Halifax South and Bedford and in Fall River. That was my views. Are they still active in the life? Yes. Yeah. They're still active. So brilliant. Yeah. I did that alongside real estate too, but with my real estate being so busy, I gave up the magazines just this past January. So, yeah. So what's the first year in change been like in real estate? How many transactions? I've done over 40 transactions, um, over 12 million in property sales at this point. High five. (laughs) Yeah. It's been a great experience for me. I think I've been connected to a number of people who supported me with the change, which made my life really easy and uh, enjoyable. 
I wish I had picked this career many years ago, but someone's wise person said to me, years ago, you're not the person you are now, nor did you have the connections you have now. So it was probably the exact right time for you to do it. And I, I love it, having a great time doing it. So. Brilliant. What was uh, an idea you had about what real estate was going to be like that uh, turned out not to be true? And what was a pleasant surprise that uh, something you didn't expect that came up? Okay. One, I thought um, you're going to have to be dressed up a fair bit and that it was going to be, you know, in and out. Um, But you go into a lot of stinky basements with spider webs and mold (laughs) and you don't want to be dressed up for those types of experiences. No, you go to farms with cattle and horses and mud and you need your rubber boots. And and I love all that. And people don't want to be that stuffy real estate agent with the high heel shoes <laughs> that people are in their pictures. Like that's not being a real estate agent. Right? Especially in the farming community. Yeah, right. Like you can't do that. You, you need to be dressed for the appropriateness of where you're going. So I always have rubber boots in my truck and I have a four wheel drive and, you know, so I, <laughs> I can go anywhere. <laughs> Brilliant. And so what was something unexpected that uh, you didn't expect that was a joy to behold when you came into real estate? The people want to know who I am. The people want me to be me. And uh, so I'm just who I am. You know, I'm a good old Newfoundland girl selling real estate. <laughs> nice. So help me articulate this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something and I want you to comment on it and maybe get me to articulate it better. Okay. So there is an authentic version of everyone. And most people don't know who they really, truly are. But once they discover it and they end up becoming who they are without pretending to be fancier or whatever, that there is a power there and there's a connection there. And that's the essence of the journey to be human is discover yourself. And when you discover yourself, you discover something amazing, a different kind of connection with other human beings because it's more authentic and more real as opposed to the image I'm portraying. When people connect to that, by definition, is inauthentic. Am I speaking crazy or the truth or what? No, it's true. People want to know, like, you can't pretend to be somebody you're not. People don't want that person. And they can tell if you're pretending, right? Like, you got to be you and no matter what you do and you got to be real. And in my profession, I got to have my best interest in my client for at all times. Otherwise I'm not doing my job. It's not what I want. It's what they want. And I need to get to know them and they're not going to want to know me if I'm trying to be this fake, you know, I'm just me. I'm honest. You know, I have my shortcomings and I'm, I'm not very good at enunciation. You know, I'm not. And I'll, I, hate it when I hack somebody's name. So the first thing I'll say is help me pronounce your name, you know, if I can't do it. Right. So, but I'm honest about it. Cause you know, there's a power there. And uh, the reality is if you pretended to be fancier than you were, mm-hmm. that you'd have a really good real estate career. Uh, but when you're authentic, all the stress and the bullshit goes away and you end up doing better anyway, and people like you more and connect with you more and refer you more. So you've got a choice, dear listeners and viewers. You can uh, pretend to be the person you want to be, or you can uh, embrace the person you are, because I guarantee that there's certain things that you see about yourself, uh, Joanne, that uh, are lies. And by those, I mean that you probably see yourself in certain areas more negatively than your friends would go. They would go, what are you, crazy? That's not you. You're freaking awesome. So can you share one of those things where you think you're less than and it's not true? 
gosh. Um, well, I guess we're always picky over our pictures or whatever, yeah. like, right? Like are small and showing your teeth or, you know, your, and, you know, I'll say to about my pictures, some of my pictures, and I'm, oh, God, I hate that picture. And you're kidding. That shows how funny you are and you're laughing. <laughs> yeah, all the time I hear stuff like that, right? And it's true. We are so critical of ourselves, right? Like, why do we do that? And you know what we would do? We would not tolerate that from a friend. If a friend was doing that, it's no. like, come on, John, or come on, uh, Jane. Don't do that. Like, one of the best pieces of advice I ever got as I was growing up was, don't talk to strange women. Oh, wait a minute. That wasn't it. No, that was not it. it <laughs> you do that regularly. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so the piece of advice was this. Hey, Umar, when someone gives you something, I've noticed that you go, oh my God, you shouldn't have. That's too much. They said, please don't do that. When someone gives you a gift, just say thank you and let them have the joy of giving. And it was like, A, I didn't know I was doing that. And B, ever since then, you know, I've been just so grateful that someone took time to buy me a Tesla. No one's bought me a Tesla yet, but you could be the first. Maybe. And I'd be so grateful. No, but That would be so nice. But that says a lot about me, right? When I'm like, oh my God, you shouldn't have. It's it's uh, insights into my self-worth way back when, when I was 18, because I didn't yeah. think I was worthy. And I didn't realize I had that low self-image of myself. But when they pointed that out, it was like, huh. And I think, kind of my goal is, you know, how do we get people to see the best version of themselves? Because that's right. the human journey is to find out who you are and embrace who you are. My biggest wish for you, Joanne, is I want you to fall madly, deeply in love with, with you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So what's something you know now about being a realtor that you didn't know, uh, you know, 14 months ago that would have helped you back then? It is. And, and you can be as busy as you want to be. Like I've learned how first I was just like, Oh my God, I can't breathe. I'm just so busy. It was just crazy, crazy, crazy. And then I got to the point where I learned how to control my schedule a bit. And I made my priorities. So I have time for my family, I have time for me. And now I've got more grasp of that. So settling into that and people who aren't busy, I'll say to them this, Pick up the phone, go knock on the door. If you're an agent and you're not busy, you're just not opening the right doors and looking down the right hallways because business is there no matter what the market's like. Like we went through a downturn, but I've been busy and I'm, I'm still a new agent. And it's because I'm not afraid to talk to people. If I'm not busy, I get busy on the phone or I get busy at doorways. But usually then after a week of that, I'm crazy busy again. I'm like, oh, yeah. stop. and that right? is the business. It, it is, is the you business. You've got to stay busy. And, you know, if you're saying that, oh, I can't find a lead or I can't do that. You're just not phoning your, you got to phone your world around you. Right. Yeah. Touch base, have a conversation. Right. How many times do we say, oh my God, it's been so long since I spoke to that person. Just call and speak to them. And the conversation isn't, you know, hey, Joanne, how are you? I'm a realtor. Do you know anybody? No. Not the conversation. It's a, hey, Joanne, we haven't spoken in 18 months. Tell me what's going on with you and your family. Exactly. That's it. You never, I, real estate just comes up. Everybody wants to talk about real estate anyway, right? Just how you doing? Talk about their life. Talk about like, just have a conversation. I'm in a restaurant the other night by myself. Mm. And I end up speaking to the couple. I was sitting at the bar. I spoke to the couple next to me. The next thing you know, Real estate comes up, 
the fact that she was from Cape Breton came up. I mentioned I'd been there that day. Um, she mentioned she was in an apartment, got to find a place to sit. Oh, I happen to be a realtor. Oh, that went that thing. Then the bartender hears, he wants my card, right? Got two new clients just for a conversation. And it just comes up. Yeah. And if you've got the right intent to just connect with people and just make a happier day for them, I was interviewing this woman. Her name's Karen Harms and she became rookie of the year. She says, I always go out for coffee in the lineup and coffee, chit-chatting with the person next to me. And then it's like, oh, what do you do? Uh, I do, I work for the government doing X, Y, Z. Really? That's amazing. What are you guys doing here? La, la, la. What do you do? I'm a realtor. Really? We're looking for a beach house in uh, Ocean City. I can probably help you with that. And she said, I would pick up more clients on just chit-chatting at the food line than uh, you can possibly imagine. And that's the secret. And dear listeners, when you become rich and famous, the people that <laughs> I know that are really great realtors that are at the top of their game, yeah. still pick up the phone and they still do open houses. And because they want to help people truly deeply. And just by doing those activities, they've got a ton of referrals coming in, but they still have new blood coming in all the time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's the way to do it. And, you know, don't forget who you are. Don't forget your people and never become that person that thinks that they're way better than anybody else. Cause you're not, nobody is way better than anybody else. And that's being real, you know? Absolutely. I was uh, interviewing someone uh, in their early years of uh, real estate and they said, you know, yeah, I'd be with my manager and we're about to go in to do a listing. And my manager would say, Hey, come on, let's go make some friends. And I said, whoa, whoa, hold it right there. Because that is the secret formula for this business or any business. It's not, hey, we're going to go get this listing or, hey, we're going to force them to do this or, hey, we're going to be fantastic. No, let's go make some friends. Yeah, absolutely. And it is too. And, and the other thing for realtors, don't be offended if somebody that you've been friends with a long time picks somebody else. But guess what? People we know know a ton of realtors, Right. And you can't be offended by that. Maybe they didn't want to use you because they didn't want to hurt your friendship, right? Maybe that's why they chose because they didn't want to ruin such a good friendship. So never be offended by that. Some of the best people I know that have been my friends for years are realtors. And I got such good respect for them because they're such good people. You know, I love them. I would never be offended if a friend of mine chose them over me. Never. You know, that's not what it's about. So we're going to go into a list of all the bad things about real estate in a minute from the realtor's point of view. But I think what you said was just worth repeating. It's like oftentimes when people don't pick us for whatever profession we happen to be in, do not be offended. And it's like, oh my God, I can't believe that they went somewhere. They know that I'm doing this. It's like, get over yourself. Get over Probably a million yourself. reasons. And one of them could be they don't want to, uh, you know, ruin the friendship. The other one could be, you know, they're embarrassed about their finances or whatever, or right. they owe a favor to somebody else. Yeah. And it's like, uh, just be happy with them. And if you can help them out, help them out. Yeah. Because the world is too small for that. Like you can choose to be like you and I are having a beautiful conversation. And yeah. during this conversation, you could actually make fun of my accent or whatever. And I could uh, choose to focus on that one moment of you making fun of me or the 30 minutes of uh, just one human connecting to another. And if I told that story to people, it's like, that would be dumb. But we do it all the time when you know a friend picks somebody else or they use a tone of voice. Can you believe what Joanne did? It's like, please. <laughs> Right? 
No, it's so true. You know, like people get offended so easily. Just stop it. Get over it. You know, you don't, you're not inside that person's head at the time. You know, yeah, not a big deal. So one thing I'm going to tell you, this is an absolute true statement. I don't make many of them. So write this down, everyone. Oh my God. It's a true statement. (laughs) It could happen. (laughs) Everybody makes the best decision they can in the moment they make it no matter how tragic it is or how amazing it is. Like nobody says, you know, Hey, I'm going to lose my job today, or I'm going to make a bad investment today, or I'm going to be mean to Joanne today because I want to hurt her feelings at that Mm -hmm. moment, whatever was going on, they made the best decision they could. And we just need to cut people some slack and more importantly, cut ourselves some slack because God knows, I'm sure you've done some dumb things, Joanne. I know I have. Oh yeah. Right. (laughs) And so I was so short with that person today, you know, like, why did I do that? Yeah. So I've got this new app coming out. It's called Mindset Boosters. Uh, Not that I am plugging it, but I might be. Ah, And there's a track on there that I stole from the people in Hawaii. They've got Huna as part of their spirituality. And one of the things that they do is this, there's a track called Letting Go of the Day. And what you do is at the end of the day, you take a look at the relationships of note. So let's say you were short with someone that day that's important to you or the barista for whatever reason you were like short with that person. And you kind of go, you bring a miniature of them up before you, let's say on your bedside table and you go, my daughter, I was short with her today and I hurt her feelings. I'm so sorry I did that. I'm going to write her a note tomorrow morning just to say, you know, I'm so deeply sorry. And I had a great conversation with Umar, da, da, da. And you just basically think about the things that happened that day that were important, the good and the bad. It gives you a to-do list. But when you go to sleep at night, you don't have to process all of that stuff while you're sleeping. All the processing was done before you went to bed so you can sleep soundly. And Mm -hmm. not just the people that you were mean to or that were mean to you. And it's like, I can't believe they did that. But tonight you'll be there. And it was like, hey, I had an authentic, real conversation with Joanne and I'm so happy I met her will be a thought that I'll have tonight. And so acknowledge the blessings we get as well, because most of us don't do that. It's like, oh, yeah, that was nice. Yeah, that's a good one. I got one for for mindset for people, too. One thing that I learned a long time ago was the stress and how you can have a conversation. It can really upset you, and then it messes you up. So my unmess up is put on the best dance music I can listen to in dance. And boom, I'm right back to who I am, right? And I'm back and I'm in a good mood and do it. And so whatever that be for you, that's mine. Whatever it be for you, do it and put yourself back in the mood you want to be in. Don't let that person affect you. Because if you don't, what happens is this from a neuroscience point of view, let's say somebody has pissed you off and it made you angry. So you take on a certain body posture because you're feeling angry. And Mm -hmm. what happens is if you keep that body posture, you get angrier and angrier as you go. And it just ruminate in it and stew in it. And when you're mm-hmm. dancing, you're changing your entire body. You're moving around. You're letting, you're breaking that cycle of bad thought, bad feeling, bad results and looping it. So I love that. So it's not just a, a crazy idea. It's a scientific idea that works. Really? <laughs> so Joanne, this is what I'd like to explore right now. What I'd like to explore is this, is, you know, a lot of other realtors too, especially ones that have been starting new. Where are the areas that they have anxiety? So what's one of the areas that new realtors have anxiety or ones that have been around for four or five years? 
What do realtors well, get excited? Do you know what? I know a realtor has been around for over a decade and she has anxiety about picking up the phone, right? She hates picking up the phone to this day. And I know no male agents like that. I used to have that anxiety. Advertising gets you over that. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. Like when I'm in the advertising, yeah, I got a cold call all the time. Anyways. So I like teaching people how to get over that. The other thing I see people has not having the confidence, right? Confidence, when they're in a yeah. converse, conversation with somebody. And that's something else that I see often with newer people. And it's repeat, you know, repeat, repeat, repeat. And the more you repeat, it's just like playing a piano. The more you repeat the song, the better you get at it. And then you get really good at it, right? So you got to repeat, repeat, repeat. And yeah, it's not going to go good the first few times probably. But the more you do it, the better you get at it. So, so anxiety over the phone, uh, not having enough confidence. Where else do people struggle, do you think? Um, not knowing how, in real estate, not knowing how to do a comparable, um, not knowing what to do for a listing, not knowing everything a buyer will need to know, just not knowing everything, not knowing how to fill up forms properly. You take a real estate course, you take an exam, you still don't know how to fill up forms properly because they only do the easy stuff. They don't do all the complicated, not knowing how to write a clause, um, all the bylaws for your municipality, uh, how to deal with asbestos or nothing too. <laughs> all the property management stuff that comes up, like that might be going on with a house and who can fix it and how much it's going to cost to get it fixed and where do you turn? There's so much. The list Absolutely. Goes on on. Yep. So what's something, uh, so the Joanne I see before me is lovely and amazing and talented, but uh, the Joanne in front of me is going to be like uh, kind of lame and suck compared to the Joanne two years from now, because she's going to be better, stronger, faster. So what Absolutely. are you trying to learn right now that lets the Joanne in the future become a reality? Like, is there an area you're studying or a skill you're picking yeah, up? Yeah, um, systems. So I'm still trying to get systems up and rolling and in a better place so that they're clean and consistent and, and all that for me to make me more effective and, and quicker. Um, other things would be, uh, um, I guess my next goal would become uh, a broker, right? So like, and to mentor, I so want you, to mentor. So are you going to become a team leader or uh, a broker? Uh, I think I'll become a, a team leader and then in the process I'll get work on getting my broker's license. So it's these, this research into that and the studying into that. But I want to be a mentor to other agents coming on. I can board sense that. Like you've got this real need to coach and help people. Like it just uh, radiates off you. I do it right away. Like I've always been, I guess, like I'm been, I know Alzheimer's. It's It's funny how the things that have come into play. I know man training, which is getting people to de-escalate from being aggressive. I know Alzheimer's. So recently I had to work with an elderly man that got Alzheimer's. So I have different skills from my past mm -hmm. that I'm able to move forward to this. Nice. But to teach people some of that and just some little tips and tricks and how to get through things. Right now, my biggest thing for new agents like I was working with a bunch of new agents. We were all onboarding together at a different brokerage I was at initially. And I still coach for them. I still help them figure out who they can reach out to in the service industry. I tell them what they can do when they're having a bad day or how to go find some new listings, you know, and I love doing those kinds of things. I don't care who they work for. Right. So 
it's and what's kind of brilliant is sometimes you're teaching somebody something you already know but because you're teaching in a certain way we get insights as well it's like huh that gives me a deeper understanding of this like oh my god my mentor like she taught me things and I was teaching her things back and then students that we were together starting out now we reach out to each other and we'll teach each other things and that's the beauty about this business like Realtors work for many different brokerages, but we work together every day. So even though someone might be with KW or Royal Page or, or Remax, you know, or EXP, where I am, we all work together every day on deals. So we get to know each other. So it's kind of cool, you know, and, you know, being nice to each other, it's just the right thing to do. And uh, you make good friends that way as well, besides your clients. God, I got so many good friends as clients. Someone gave me a beautiful rotisserie basket for my rotisserie and my barbecue yesterday. Oh, love it. Like, how sweet is that? <laughs> so two more things. Joanne, what makes you happy? Oh, making other people happy. Um, my family. The ocean. Ah, my yeah. dogs. My dogs make me very happy. My dog in the ocean. No, don't do that. That would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they like to be in the ocean too. Oh, love it. <laughs> So what's the water like there? Is it, uh, does it get quite warm enough to go swimming and stuff? It does. It does. The lakes, especially the lakes get warmer mm. faster, but by, you know, late July, early August, our oceans are warm and they're warm right through September. So, you know, they're beautiful. Northumberland Strait is the warmest part because it's more protective. So between PI and Nova Scotia, that uh-huh. strait. Love it. So what is a mind hack, a technique that you use to be more productive, more effective, sleep better, look better, smell better? What's one thing you want to share with our audience? Oh, I learned this when I was in my 20s, how to go to sleep. I meditate in bed and I don't even think of it as meditation, but that's what it is. And I make my toes relax. I never get past my ankles now, but you work your way up to each little part of your body and make your muscles relax. You wiggle and relax. So I learned that in my 20s. And I sleep eight hours a day almost every night. I'm the best sleeper in the world. Love it. Joanne, (laughs) thank you so much for being on the program. It was a joy chatting with you and seeing your need to help people. It was uh, refreshing. I liked your mindset moment. That's really good. Thanks for that. Cheers. It was nice being with you. Thanks for sharing. It was a great day. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. And if you're looking for more tools, go to my website at nolimitselling.com. I've got a free mind training course there that's going to teach you some insights from the world of neuro-linguistic programming. And that is the fastest way to get better results. 